Good morning and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Clint and I'm a I'm an administrator in the Pacific Northwest and today I'm doing a follow-up from yesterday's podcast which was about um oh, what's it called? Um <laughs> it was about uh the uh, uh my words are escaping me right now. Uh not motivation, but, um, priorities and things like that. Happiness and not priorities, but, uh, the things it was Maslow's hierarchy of needs is one of the things I talked about versus the, um, uh, the immediate needs that you might be feeling, uh, in the moment. So one of the things I said I would do was I had some time between when school was over quite a bit of time actually, uh, between when the school was over and, uh, when, uh, basketball games started that I had to be at, to uh, do supervision and things like that and support our students. Um, and I had planned that that time I would dedicate to really kind of figuring out what it is that, uh, I can do to take care of the needs, the basic needs that I have, so that way I know that I have those basic needs taken care of, and and then I can go to that next level of, uh, of need, and not need, but that next level of um, being um, where those needs are taken care of, because one of the things I was finding out is my happiness was being affected because certain needs at that lowest level were not being met. Um, I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't, and I did it again today. Uh, I'll explain why in a moment. Uh, I didn't grab any breakfast and I don't have a lunch made. So another day where I'm basically not eating until dinner time and, uh, things like that. So not taking care of that. Uh, um, yeah. So, uh, and also when I do eat, uh, not eating very well and it's having a huge effect on me. Um, another one of the needs I did at least research the needs is sleep. Um, I haven't been doing well, especially not last night. Last night was really rough. Uh, I could not fall asleep and I kept waking up when I did. So if I summed up how much I slept last night, it was probably less than two hours, um, total which is not good for me. Usually at least seven to eight hours is what I need. I'm usually in, even if I go to bed on time and fall asleep right away, um, I usually only get a little bit shy of eight hours and it, it's really not enough for me. Um, but it's what I have to do because I can't really get to bed before nine 30, uh, which is what time I usually go to bed and I wake up at four 30 in the morning. So, um, yeah. Anyways, so back to what I originally intended to do this work, try to figure out um, some routines. That way I know that I'm taking care of those basic needs and I can do better in a number of other areas. And I was so frustrated, so very frustrated. My colleague pulled, uh, pulled me into a meeting um, after school. So it was right after school, about three o'clock. I was stuck in that freaking meeting all the way until it was time for me to go over to the basketball game. 
and start getting set up and all that stuff. I was so freaking mad. And I, it's not like I needed to be in that meeting. I mean, I understand why I was brought into it and everything, but it was really trying to catch up the new guy on, on some stuff and preparing for the next day. But then they got into conversations that I had absolutely nothing to do with. And it just went on and on and on. And it's a typical thing. It's something that happens on a regular basis and it just drives me crazy. Um, I like to have quick and efficient meetings and when they drag on and they tend to, especially after school, and I'm not, I mean, it's frustrating to me and I recognize that. I'm not making any value judgments against my colleague. Uh, it's just one of those things that just bothers me and I haven't had a chance to, to do much as far as fixing it. Um, so it was really frustrating because I had this planned out and I wasn't able to do it and that that, that really got under my skin. <clears throat> so it fell on me to once I got home after 10 o'clock, um, which is well past my bedtime as I just described. I stayed up trying to do that work that I was trying to do in the middle, you know, between these two things, and yeah, so needless to say, I was able to do some of it, but I didn't really get the routines figured out, I, I spent most of my time just researching those hier that hierarchy of needs, and in researching it, it referred to the base needs, the most basic needs, as physio physiological needs, um, and then I had to find what the definition of the physiological needs were, um, and so it turned out it was, the big ones that I was missing was food, sleep, and, um, I won't say love, because I know that I'm loved. Uh, I think the main two ones that I found that I wasn't taking care of were food and sleep. Um, and so my goal is in the next, well, this weekend really, is to figure out some routines so that way I know that I'm bringing my own lunch. One, I want to be able to bring my own lunch. I don't want to rely on anything else. Um, I wish I could guarantee that I would have a few minutes to be able to cook. Uh, we finally have a stove. I have fridges and things like that and I could easily cook something and I'd have a nice hot meal and it would be a nice break in the middle of the day. But I can never guarantee ever in this job can I guarantee that I have a certain amount of time carved out to be able to cook myself some food. Uh, I can barely even be able to make sure I can microwave it. That's how ridiculous things are. Um, and it's, it's really quite frustrating. So it's, and it's, it's the nature of the job. Unfortunately, right now, at least where I'm at and I haven't figured out a way to be able to make it different. Um, but basically majority of my teachers if they see me, they're going to try to talk to me about something. No matter how important it is, whether it's important or not, doesn't matter. They see me and they think they have to talk to me about something. And 
what's frustrating about that is being the ADD person that I am, uh, when I get skipped off of something that I'm in the middle of trying to do, it really flusters and causes some issues. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so those are the things I'm working on right now. And... Um, and I think that I might be able to uh, really get some headway in, in, the, in terms of feeling happier about my job um, as, I, as I get those routines down and I can get into that kind of a space. Um, I know I'm looking for a new job. Uh, that, of course, scares the crap out of me because, you know, the fear of the unknown is always real. And... I'm sure that wherever I go, I can make it into a great opportunity in a great place. Um, it's just, you know, I, I know the, I know the people I work with right now. Um, and I'm, yeah. Sorry for the dead silence. <laughs> just going through a lot of different things in my mind. So, uh, let's see. So I'm just, uh, I'm nervous, uh, nervous partly because what if I put myself out there and nobody ends up coming back and wanting to hire me for some reason? Um, it, worries me because I have put myself out there and I didn't get any callbacks. Um, I did get a call uh, for a couple, but uh, there last year there were a number of ones because I was trying to move back up to where my where my my family lives. Because right now I'm about a three hour drive away from my family, and I just wanted to get closer. I yeah, that was what that was the only thing that was going to have me leave the job that I was currently in. And uh, I didn't even get calls for the interviews, and so that that really that really hurt. <laughs> Especially when I found out that the positions that I had applied for and didn't get interviews for ended up going to people who either uh, there was one it was a principalship, and the person was an assistant principal for a year, one year, and then they ended up winning the principalship. So I'm not saying that they didn't deserve it. It's just, I'm surprised. Even, even somebody from inside of their organization that was moving up, I thought that I would at least get an interview, uh, given that I have seven years of experiences as an AP in, in a very demanding environment. So, but it's fine. Um, well, clearly it bothers me a little bit, uh, but uh, and then the other one, it, yeah, it's fine. I, it's whatever. <laughs> I shouldn't say, I said, need to stop saying it's fine, but it, it doesn't matter anymore because that happened. But I just, the number of places that I have to be applying to and the amount of time that it's taking to apply to all these places, uh, is really, uh, I don't want it to affect my current position, uh, because my school, my kids deserve more than that. And 
I don't want my search for, for something else to impede or keep them from having the experience that they deserve. So anyways, um, that took an interesting little arc, but, uh, back to the needs. I do have that need to, uh, everybody has that need of, of belonging. Um, and I think focusing on that need of belonging and figuring out, well, what kinds of things do we need to have in place where that, that needs taken care of. Um, but one of the things that I definitely would be wanting to look at as far as my, as, as far as my teaching population is I have a feeling that many of them are experiencing the same thing I am, which is they're not taking care of their base needs. And on top of that, they're constantly faced with data that they're not succeeding to the level that they feel like the kids deserve. And that's very hard for anybody. We all want to be really good at the job that we're doing. And what's really frustrating about this uh, is you can sit there and expend all your effort and almost to the point of feeling like you're about to break and it's still not being enough that is so defeating um and so that's that's what a lot of our teachers are dealing with right now and um it's something that a lot of the people that aren't teachers it's difficult for them to understand um because really unless you become a teacher there's no way to be able to know what it's like Uh, I can't sit here and just explain what it is and how it feels or anything like that and have it reasonably um, describe uh, what it's like. Um, So it's a very difficult job to begin with, but then also I feel like their needs aren't being met right now. Um, And uh, I don't have the time to sit down and really tackle that. It's really unfortunate. We're too busy dealing with a number of other things that we're trying to get into place um, so that our students have the best opportunity to to graduate. Um, Every time we try to get things into a situation where we have it figured out and we have ways to be able to make sure our kids are, are succeeding, our state goes and changes the, uh, changes the target, um, and how you could reach it. So most recently they did a decision where we had a collection of evidence process, which is imagine instead of having a test that you take a couple of hours to take, you end up with a class, uh, and the kid submits a portfolio of the problems they're supposed to do in math, for example, or for writing, and they submit it uh, to the state, it gets graded, and if they meet the standard, then then that qualifies them. And it was very useful, especially for a lot of our students, like our ELL students, that struggle with reading things, and the state took it away. It's no longer an option. Uh, they replaced it with something else, um, and it involves uh our CTE, which stands for Career Technical Education uh, Pathways, and um, but everything else is 
boils down to a test. Um, and so that, that's really, that's really frustrating and difficult because we have kids that come to our country that have never been in, well, never been in our education system, one, and two, they have to pass that test after being in this, in the, in the country for a year. Um, and if you know anything about language acquisition, uh, even though after a year, usually they're a bit better about um, communicating verbally, and that's assuming that they don't have any learning disabilities on top of it, um, but they can do fine with conversation. But when it comes to reading and the level of reading that you have to be able to do for these exams, it's quite high, so it really stacks a lot of the stuff up against them, uh, even if they've learned uh, the math, they've learned um, the science and, and other things, uh, it, it still turns out to not be enough, um, because they can't even, they can't necessarily decode the question very well, so anyways, those are... I don't know why I got off on that tangent, and I apologize. So thank you for listening. That's today's podcast. Uh, I'm going to be working on my routines. I'll, I'll let you know what my routines end up being. Um, if you're suffering from the same afflictions that I do, uh, maybe that you'll find that helpful. So uh, thank you very much for listening. I enjoy learning together, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.